This episode is brought to you by Outdoor Class. Outdoor Class is an online video platform geared towards making you a better hunter. Watch instructional videos taught by hunting experts like Remy Warren, Randy Newberg, and Corey Jacobson. After the hunt, learn how to prepare your harvest from world-class wild game chefs like Hank Shaw and Jamie Tagan. Whether it's your first year hunting or you grew up doing it, Outdoor Class will take your skills up a notch. Use code EMPIRE20 at checkout to save 20% off. Visit OutdoorClass.com to learn more. The truth on the Houndsman XP Podcast Network is fueled by joy. Joy Dog Food has been in business for many decades, since the 1940s. They've never had a recall. They only use 100% American-made products to bring you a dog food formula that is going to keep your hounds on their feet and performing at a high level. Late round bound, the next bear race, the next cat race, whatever you got going, Joy can keep your dog fueled up. I personally feed Joy for this reason. They are not afraid to get in the trenches and get in the fight. They will show up at a local meeting where people are trying to pass tethering laws or uh, breeders bills or whatever and put their name on that and put their reputation on the line to support us. So find Joy Dog Food on the internet, find that dealer locator, find a dealer near you. Go to joydogfood.com and keep those hounds fueled by joy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Truth on the Houndsman XP Podcast Network. And today we are lucky enough to be joined by Mr. Vic Hurley, and we are down here in... Quapaw. I guess you got a Quapaw address, Quapaw, right? Oklahoma, yep. yeah. We're in Quapaw, Oklahoma. And how this came about is me and Vic, how long have we been friends, Vic? About a year? Year, year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. And we started talking through Joy Dog Food, of course, and then we'd run into to, to each other at some hunts. And mm-hmm. you hauled me pleasure hunting at your good spots a few times whenever I'm down here getting ready for a hunt and stuff. And we were talking about uh, the level of competition that is just right here in this area and we'll get into that here in a little bit too but that's going to be kind of one of the main themes of the podcast but first of all vic let's just uh talk about the area talk about your beautiful place here you're out here and your lovely wife just made a great big meal and i was telling you of course cheyenne and and jennifer are going to know the same thing i always come about supper time to record these podcasts the way i do it (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) and so we just we just finished supper and you got a you got a real nice spread here vic and You've been around this area a long time? Yep, all my life. All your life. I, I grew up within 15 miles here. Yeah. Tell us yeah. about your about your ranch growing up around here. We've uh, we ranched around here ever since I was 20, 25 years old. Worked at the Joplin Regional Stockyards for a while and just coon hunted, had fun. Yeah. Did uh how'd you get into it? Did your dad hunt? Yep. My dad, my dad when he, when I was 6, bought a red bone hound his name was hank and and that's how we got our start and we hunted hard all all the time what was and what was hank like was it pretty hank, good hank was a good dog hank was an outstanding dog for the times yeah. i mean cheyenne all of the guys around here knew that dog he he was he was a good dog yeah did uh you guys ever raise any pups out of him yeah. or did we we tried a few females on him didn't work good well and correct me if I'm wrong back then guys weren't worried about it seemed like if 
and it's still true today to some point, good coon dog men get good coon dogs. Yeah, they do. And they're not always raising them and breeding them and things like that either, but yep. people have a knack of getting they got, good dogs. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They got a knack for finding those dogs. Yeah, and yep. so a lot of the guys back then, it's just like, well, you know, I'll get another one. Right. You know, I don't need one out of Hank or out right. of whatever. Right. You know, I right. can get another one. Was that right. kind of your guys' that, attitude? That was our attitude. We, uh, Dad, he, he, uh, he worked hard all the time, but he hunted. You know, when he would hunt in the winter, he wasn't much of a summer hunter, but in the wintertime, Dad would hunt hard. Yeah. And that's how, you know, we got our start. Did uh, That was pretty common back then, though. Not yep, a lot of guys hunted in the summer. Nope. Nope. That didn't happen until, you know, we started. Uh, I started competition hunting. The first one I went to was when I was 14. I got some trophies back here on the wall this, in the 76. Yeah. is yeah. my first one. How big were the hunt? Was it UKC hunts? They was they wasn't they was just yeah they was UKC but it, they was just open dogs. Yeah, they wasn't even wasn't even registered. Great dogs. Didn't see no registered dogs until yeah. I was probably 20. Really? Yeah. Well, how big were the hunts back in the 70s? Oh, with you know you'd dogs? show up down there and they'd be you know they'd be 16, 18, 20 dogs mm-hmm. at those hunts. You know, just common coon dogs. What uh? When did you guys get start getting registered dogs and start worrying about pedigrees and all that stuff? Long, long in there in the early seventies. Yeah. You know, them dogs started kind of showing up, but not a lot of them. But, but yeah, they was they started showing and 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 we would, uh, you know, some some guys from the north would come back down here, and and you'd see some registered dogs, and then you know how that deal got, yeah. and then everything got. Why, why, why was it? And we was the same way. The Yankees was the only ones with registered dogs back then. <laughs> they they was the only ones that had any. It was yeah. always from the north. No, the guys I, from the south only had, you know, great dogs. Because yeah, I remember we would have we had registered dogs for the most part growing up, but a lot of folks didn't. You know, I was lucky enough to be in go to hunts and they'd always have a grade cast right and there'd be a couple grade grade casts and then probably another 40 dogs registered dogs you know but nobody from everybody up north had registered dogs they did yeah they did now now after a while we all got we all got registered dogs because you could just you get a set of papers anywhere yeah and we all started hunting registered these dogs all went from grade to registered overnight It was, it was mostly the same dogs. Yeah, it was the same dogs. <laughs> Who was I talking to? I was talking to somebody about that, about how they they'd put the they'd sell the dogs for one price and they'd sell the papers for the other. We'd back go there. we'd go to Beckham's to the trade days and and you know you never know. No, I mean, but you know along there in two thousand four two thousand five DNA came along. Yeah. That's, things things got different. A lot of folks got barred pretty quick. They did. They did. Yeah, yeah. And then super stakes puffs weren't super stakes. I would. All I time. wouldn't want to have been the first guy that DNA'd them. No, I then. wouldn't. I bet that was a hard, hard, mm-hmm. hard book to that, unravel. There, yeah, that was a mess. You know it was. <laughs> so we're going to talk about some of the hunters around here, including yourself too, Vic. But back then, in the late seventies, early eighties, late eighties, there's there were probably. I mean. There's got to be some houndsmen back then that I don't know about oh, that most yeah. of our folks don't know about that were yeah. awesome because you can't have the legacy that's here now without having something back then. You right. Know? So who were who were some of the guys you can think of from back then that well we to, may not know about to start with Jap Bennett, which was he's related to Shy. Yeah. And and Jap hunted hard back then. He was one of them. His brother Bud. His they, name was Jap. Jap. J-A-P? J-A-P. Was that a nickname or was that his real name? name. Okay. (laughs) And uh, Jap hunted hard. He had a brother named Bud. Bud hunted really hard, too. 
they hunted with a 22 and a chopping axe. That's yeah. the way they hunted. And uh, then the next generation would have been my dad and Shy's dad, Gary, yeah. which is, I kind of was, I grew up with Gary, Shy's dad. And uh, we hunted all the time. Yeah. We hunted hard all the time. Gary had the license. I didn't. And, and he would, you know, we'd, he'd drive me around. And then finally yeah. I got licensed. And then I'd drive him around. Yeah. That's no, how that. that but there was, there was always been good hound people in this part of the country. Yeah. And when we mentioned Cheyenne, of course, we're talking about Cheyenne coming. Right. And, you know, we were talking earlier tonight over supper, too, about this area and how diversified it is as far as terrain. Because, I mean, I can, Cheyenne and Tyler are, of course, you know, father-in-law, son-in-law. Mm-hmm. They live, what, 20 miles from each other, maybe? Uh, 10. 10 miles from each mm-hmm. other. And Shy hunts straight up and down hills. Tyler hunts flat pecan straight bottoms. bottoms. Yeah. yeah. No <laughs> hills. Yeah. And so, you know, there's talk about the terrain around here and what it's like hunting because you can get a little bit of everything. Yeah. Where we're at, we can we can hunt water. We can hunt hills. We whatever part of the country we're going to, we can we can pretty well get a dog ready for that. Yeah. You know, if we're going north to you guys' country, we've got some of that. Um, got a good coon population yeah. about everywhere we go here. Yeah. And what about back in the late 70s, early 80s when those coons were worth a bunch? Was there still coons down here, a lot yeah. of them? Yeah. We had, you know, we could make a living back then when yeah. I was a kid. You could actually make a living. Yeah. Coon hunting. Imagine with the coons we have now if they'd get back up to $35, $40 a piece. Never will, but, you know, no. that would be a great thing. That would be, um, yeah. Wade, I hope yeah. you're not listening to yeah. this, but you may lose an employee for <laughs> yeah. about three months a yeah. year if coons get yeah. back up to $40 a piece. Yeah, that's true. We, because, uh, I mean, we have, I we've always had a good cocoon population, too. Mm-hmm. And it has just absolutely exploded. And I've noticed I'm blessed enough to be able to get to travel and hunt so many different areas. And it's, right. it's that way everywhere. Yep. You know, yep. East Texas exploded. Yep. Oklahoma exploded. Yep. Uh, Illinois, of course, has always been good. I know there's some places, you know, in South Carolina, and Kentucky, mm-hmm. and stuff like that where there's not a lot of coons. But it just seems like it's been a nationwide down the river you know, they just really went haywire. Yep. Yep. And so when we're talking about those older hunters and we're talking about how you got started, when did you start going to the competition hunts, you know, seriously? Cause we all Probably, started, you know, I hunted competition really hard for, from when I was probably 14 till I was probably 25 or 26. Yeah. Then I had to go to work. Yep. So then it slowed down a lot then. And yeah. since then, I've off and on hunted some competition. I'm I mainly pleasure hunt. I, I love to get dogs ready. Yeah. What are you seeing now out of these dogs? Because I've hunted with Joe. Joe's a good dog. Joe's off by himself. Opens like he should. Good tree dog, accurate, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Joe's got all the tools of a winner. Yep. And he's what most of us were looking for, yourself sure. included. But how is a dog like that? You know what it takes to win today compared to the dogs you guys were hunting here in the late seventies, early eighties. There's no comparison. Yeah. These dogs today are so much smarter, Josh, than than the dogs was back then. Yeah. You know. So what do you say about all those guys that get on the Facebook and they say we bred all the track out of them and all the brains and all this out of them and they're not hunting them enough. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, if they if they'll put those dogs in the woods and hunt them correct, yeah. those dogs will they'll roll right on through this. Yeah. The the dogs back then you know, because what was the main difference? Well, you know, we didn't even start a pup until he was a year old. Yeah. And then 
he, a lot of those pups wouldn't even start tree until they was two. Yeah. So, I mean, nowadays, who's going to hunt a dog for a year that ain't going to tree? Yeah. You know, back then we had to because we just didn't have no choice. And they were also only getting hunted two or three months out of the year. Right, right. You know, we, we hunt year-round here. Yeah. You know. How do you guys hunt out here in the summer? Because that sounds miserable. No, it's not. <laughs> we're, you know, Joe and them down way down south, got mm-hmm. you know, they're the yeah. heat. But, you know, we... We get some 100-degree days, and, you know, we'll have an 85-degree, 90-degree night. Them dogs just tolerate it. Yeah. You, know, they, you know, we try to hunt. At that time, we hunt smart. We hunt on water. Yeah. Or where them dogs can get in water if we can. Yeah, and it's a drier heat down here than it is at Joe's, too. It is. It is. You know, especially yeah. you get into that western Kansas, or eastern Kansas, western Oklahoma area. Right. In July, don't get me wrong, it's hot. It's hot. You know, it's but hot. the wind's usually blowing. Yep. And it's a little drier. It seems like it's a little more tolerable at night, yep. especially. Yep. You go hunting down here in July and August, you'll run on the shy somewhere. Yeah. Yep. He, how hard does shy hunt? The hard is as hard as any man. Yeah. Because every time I call him, I'm like, shy hunt? Yeah. 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 No, he, he's shy's not kidding. Yeah. He, he does hunt that hard. He, you know. What about Tyler? Mm, you don't hunt near as much as shot. <laughs> uh, of course, I get along with all them no, guys down too. here, too, and I know you do, too. I like giving Tyler a hard time. And yep. I think, because, of course, we talked about the super hunt and, you know, Tyler, and, yep. and it's kind of unique. One of the other reasons I'm down here is to talk about that area and how it's unique. Oh, we got Miss Laura pausing us. Go ahead. You're fine. That's making all kinds of <laughs> she, we're not even going to edit that out what miss laura was doing because she's such a sweetheart was getting me a beer koozie <laughs> and she doesn't have the microphones on to hear that that all that noise that she just made on here but still yeah, that, <laughs> that's a small price to pay for a cold beer that's right that ain't bad <laughs> Gives us a break. That's right. Well, anyway, we were talking about Shy and Tyler and all them guys hunting and stuff. And let's get into that because yep. I'm trying to just – I'm thinking in my head of the guys that everyone's going to know that are right here. Because where's, where's the closest club? Seneca? Seneca is – Is most yeah, of them. Yeah, and then you yeah. go down into Grove. Yep. And Grove's yep. got a club. Is yep. that right? And then, you know, on down toward Lane's. Lane, yeah. Lane and them's got a club. So you and look, then north of us, you yep. know. Riverton's six, seven miles from me here, and they got a club. Yeah, and then there's uh, and then, Adam Kite's club yep, over there, yep, Pittsburgh or yep. whatever. Blaze Bowers. Yeah. Yep. So let's just think of that from, and if anybody wants to Google this and get their map out, you're looking at, let's call it J, Oklahoma, yep. up to uh, just north of Pittsburgh. Gerard, Kansas. Gerard, Kansas. And then back over towards where Ty's at. Probably, yeah, probably at, Goodman, Missouri. Yeah, probably over at Goodman, and then back down to Quapaw, Seneca yeah. area. Yeah, maybe even here. Welch area. And so, what is that? Forty mile radius from where mile. we're sitting. Yeah. And in that area, and I'm going to forget some. I'm going to try to name some off the top of my head. You've got world champion Tyler Compton and world champion Cheyenne Cummins that we talked about earlier. Right. Uh, world champion Lane Denny. Yes. And then you have uh, Ronnie. How far is Ronnie from here? Ronnie Smith, he's well in that circle. Yeah. He's 12 miles. Yeah, so then you got world champion Ronnie Smith. Yep. And then that's just the world champions. Mm-hmm. Am I missing any world I champions? Don't think so. Okay, I so that's four that are still active. Mm-hmm. That, and here's another thing they come to these, these local hunts. Okay, yep. and then you have Blaze Bauer, who we talked about. Yep. 
Adam Kite, who's packing a pretty good dog up until right. she passed away here right. in Dixie. Right. Uh, Ty Anderson. Yep. Uh, he's always got a good he's dog. Got a good dog. Yourself. Uh, Justin Parker. Yep. Carl Reed. Yep. Uh, who else am I mentioning? Braxton Wheels. Braxton James, Wheels, yeah. James Jones. Yep, yep. Uh, Connor Duree. Uh, Brandon, uh, uh, gosh dang it. Gaines. Yes, Brandon Gaines. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, there, and then, I mean, it, it's full, yeah. you know. You got Emilio just on west yeah, of us yeah, a little Emilio bit. Yeah, Emilio Galvez, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, you get the bigger hunts, and, of course, Oklahoma stacked, Arkansas stacked, mm-hmm. South Missouri stacked, uh all this stuff just just stacked with elite coon dogs and coon right. hunters. Yep. And so, let's say we're having a fifty dollar double header at Seneca, Missouri, Friday night. What's your chances of drawing a, a, an easy cast? You're not going to. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to draw. You're going to draw Tyler. Yeah. And you're going to draw Shy. Um. You, you know, you're going to draw some world champion dogs and yeah. and. Probably next year's world champion. Yeah, and you look at these guys are still going to them hunts. They are. And that's the one thing that makes this place unique is you get up around my house and it's me and my brother and, and Jed Finley and some other really good houndsmen and stuff. But, you know, Zach McBee, mm-hmm. you know, Eldon Cork oh, yeah. and all them guys yep. up there, you know, they're all in that kind of general area. And so yep. it's some tough competition. But I go to a $30 hunt on Tuesday. Those guys ain't there. No. I'm not there. And I, that's not saying I'm top-tier competition or anything, but most of these bigger guys that are running these pro classics, and they're not going to $50 open hunts, but they do here. When Ronnie and Shy came back from the world hunt, they got home on a, like, I think it was like a Thursday or Friday, mm-hmm. they got home, and Saturday night, Jen had a UKC hunt, doubleheader at Seneca. Mm-hmm. And... Shy was hunting Stogie. Yeah. You know. Just off a of world championship. Just come home just yep. to a UKC hunt. But that's Shy. He'll yeah. do that. What do you think makes this area I mean it's really hard to quantify because it takes so much to make it like this. It takes a very good background for like the hunters that we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. And it takes a good culture. And it takes clubs being ran the right way. It does. And it takes honest competition. <clears throat> because these guys are coming here trying to beat a world champion or something, right. you know, and they're they're not doing it with a chip on their shoulder nope. and trying to screw Shy out of a cast win, and Shy's nope. not nope. cheating around trying to nope. get another 100 bucks on Stogie like he needs it or <laughs> no. anything like nope. that, you know? He's not. So what are you seeing out of these clubs that makes it so different from everywhere else? Uh, it's just the camaraderie amongst men. Um, people around here like one another, get along, you know, I may hunt tonight with Shy and hunt tomorrow night, you know, <clears throat> with Justin Parker or yeah. Connor Duree, you know, Braxton, about every time I go, you know, Braxton will go. We just we just take off hunting. Yeah. You know, here lately, we've been hunting a lot with Jason O'Brien. Yeah, Jason O'Brien are here. Yeah. We talked earlier. He's getting ready to get back into it. That's another guy that was from around this area that always had good dogs. If you he, know him and his boys both. If he decides to get back in it and hunt a while, he'll own a good one. Yeah. He won't pack it. And what's it take to, I mean, you can't just, how hard is it to just get a hundred dollars one on a dang super stakes pup around here? You're going to have to go beat some really good dogs yeah. to do it. And do you think that's why some of these guys, you think the competition around here is what makes some of them successful at a national level? That's right. Because it, you, you win one here, you could, you could go anywhere. You know, that's just the way it is. Even the, 
the the UKC hunts, which, and I get grief for this all the time of of bagging on the UKC hunts and stuff like that. And don't get me wrong, I love everybody at UKC yep. and all the hunters and all that stuff. But normally, in most parts of the world, the UKC is not as stiff a competition as especially a major PKC event. You know, they're not the dogs just aren't as good. To be frank. And that's not now, folks. Before you start sending me mean emails, <laughs> yeah. I know that's yeah. not everywhere, no. but that it, is that is a general consensus. It is not here. Yeah. I mean, right here, you can go to UKC hunt. You're going to draw a Stogie, you know. Yeah, Jenna, you're, you you could draw. You know, Lane used to hunt it when when Emmy was back in her prime. Yeah, you see Lane right there, right in the middle of that. Yeah, you know. Did it pick up even more whenever they started the tournament of champions and it took them oh, five yeah. cast wins? Yep. Because I know you you hunted with my brother. He drove all the way down here. Jeremy for came down here, you know, two times and hunted yeah. hunted different casts down here, just trying to get that. Yeah. yeah. Did you beat him once? D- did beat him. Tell once. me about that cast. Don't tell me about the cast he won. Tell me about the one you won. Well, <laughs> we went to Welch and we we did have a. It was a shootout over yeah. there. Josie got north eight or nine hundred yards. Joe gets south seven eight hundred yards you know and by the time we'd walk to one dog another one would be you know the other one was treed yeah back and forth we just went back and forth and finally joe catches a coon on the ground but he gets up a bush and we get him plussed we walk to jeremy's and he's got a den at the end and and if he'd had a coon it it was tough but jeremy beats on this tree and beats on you know he's trying to get this coon out and it just didn't work out for him but it was that tight. Yeah. It was tight. That those are the fun cast to be on. You bet. Jeremy yeah. comes to win. You know he's going to oh, try yeah. to win. He's yeah, you ought to. Try. You ought to. What you ought to see it when I draw it. I'll guarantee. You think it's that's bad when he draws blood. you. Yeah, that's bad. We uh, and you don't know, believe it or not, I don't draw Jeremy very much. Yeah. And uh, I drew him. We both got in at Sean Woods twenty five hundred dollar Pro Classic last year. I think it was last year. He was hunting Venus and I was hunting Rain. Yeah. And normally I'll split. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jeremy don't split very often, no. so I knew. But I no, knew he, they called me. I got back the deal, and they said, "Hey, your brother won too." And I said, "Oh, we're going back out." <laughs> <We're running. laughs> yeah, I wanted to beat him so yeah. bad, and that I had a circle tree at the end that I'm guessing yep. was slick. And Venus had a coon, and she beat me. She he yep. finished first, I finished second. But yep. you know, it's uh, when you get down here, and let's talk about some of the lesser known guys too. Uh, the ones I'm familiar with, you look at Ty Anderson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ty, when I first met Ty, he, uh, his old his dog, his survivor dog, was a baby. Mm-hmm. I think seven or eight months old. And of course, mm-hmm. he was a he was out of trader, yep. and uh, he came up to bring that dog and show it because the dog had started training coons real early. Mm-hmm. And he bring him up to show him to us, and uh, he didn't look great that night, but he was a seven month old pup. And then he brought him up a couple months later, and he looked even better. And he just kept getting better and better. He's nice dog. Yeah, and he was he was a nice dog. And Ty just kept telling me, "Oh, it's hard to win down there where I'm at. It's <laughs> hard to win in my country." And so I thought, "Yeah, whatever." I said, yeah. "Coon dog's coon dog." Yeah. And then I get down here and I start hunting with some of you guys. Yeah. I'm like, you know, he's right. It's hard it, to win down. It here. is hard to win down here because <laughs> there's yeah. no gimme. No, nope. There will never. There won't be an easy cast. No. No, and Ty's still hunting. He's got two yep. dogs out of Survivor, yep. or one out of Shack, yep. and one out of Survivor. I think yeah, I drawed him. Three, four months ago, yeah. me and him are Ronnie Smith. He's got Dice, and he's got uh, another one. I can't remember his uh, other ones. I can't think of it either. Yeah, the one of them is out of Shaq and that English female. Mm-hmm. That's Dice. Yeah, that's Dice. And then the other one is out of Survivor. Right. And I think it might be out of a Shaq female, but I could be wrong. No, I think it is. I okay. think. I'm not 100%, but yeah. I think it is. And so then you look at Justin Parker. Mm-hmm. Justin Parker's another good good dog man. Yep. 
he's got some fantastic ground. He's got a litter mate brother to dice. No, 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 that's out of a different female. Is it out yep. of a different female? Yeah, that, yep. Okay. He's a crossbred, but yep. he's out of the red tick female. I got gotcha. you. Yep. I got gotcha. you. So he's got, he's got a nice dog. Yep. And so he's, he's there. He's going to be at some of these local hunts and yep. he can beat you. Yep. Who else am I missing? Oh, I, you know, on the low end would be me. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about you and Joe here after a bit. So, no, um, you know, there's there's a lot of young guys around here right now that I see around. You know, we was out at the Oklahoma State hunt. I see the same guys out there. You know, we don't want to forget about Bob Noble. Bob's always got good dogs. Yeah, Bob's Bob always, always got good dogs. Yep. Bob will, Bob How far does Bob live from here? He'd be at the end of that 40-mile yeah. range. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. And then uh, I'm trying to think of yeah, all else. Yeah, me too. Mind draws a blank whenever oh, yeah, you whenever yeah. you turn the microphone on. Sure don't it does. <laughs> it does. It does. So what do you got? You got Joe in your kennel right now. Mm-hmm. And what else you got? That's it. And just Joe. Just Joe's Joe. a three-year-old? Yep, just turned three. And he is out of shack and? And a bone collector and female. And bone collector female. Right. Now tell us about Joe when you first got to hunt with him and when you got to lay eyes on him and get your hands on him. Um. I liked him a lot. He moved around good. Uh, when he got struck, he's going to get treed. Yeah. And he's going to have a coon. That was that was the thing. You know, and he was young and, and pretty green. Yeah. But we've got him now where, I mean, he, he can compete. Yeah. He's ready this year. What, uh, how long did you hunt him? Because how old was he when you bought him off shy? Right at two. Right at two. So you've had him over a year. Yes, a little over a year. How long was it before he went from being a little green to, to ready to roll? He went right. When we started hunting him hard, he went right on. Did he? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Joe went right on. He He's, he and he still is, you know. Other than the recut on him right now, you you know, he's pretty flawless. Yeah. He's. What's the deal with the recut? Uh, Some trees, you know, Joe, Joe loves to have a coon and. And if a coon's low in a tree or something, you know, he might hang around just a second or two there more than he ought to just break and get on out. Yeah, there. I say because the times it, I've seen him, he recut just fine. Yeah, he does. Most of the time yeah. he does. If a coon's high in the tree and, you know, and stuff, he's going to. If you got one in a bush, you know, he's going to he's gonna hang around a little bit. But Joe likes to tree coons off of coons, too. Yeah. You know, he does do that. So he ain't, cause he ain't the type that's just going to hit an edge and go 800 yards before he's hunting no, again off the recut no me and me and jason o'brien was hunting over the weekend you know and we we cut him off of a recut the first tree he made we cut him off recut and he goes to the river you know he's he's right at a mile and they're off the recut yeah next time we recut him you know he goes 65 yards in yeah. the street but well, see the night i hunted with him he went he went yep, deep off the yep, recut yeah treed that coon yep, and then got in there yep, quite a ways yeah but if he thinks there's a coon, if him coon are on one of them ridges or something, Joe will go down it. Yeah. He's going to try to find them coons. Yeah. That's good to have in these yep. pecan bottoms. It is. You it want is. a dog that's going to tree coon yep. close. Yep. Now, the more dogs are barking, the more he'll get get on through there. Do you think that's a fault or do you think that's a good trait? Uh, both. Yeah. I really do. There's times I, I like it and I there's think times me I too. don't, too. <laughs> me too. Yeah. He, uh, 
because we, we talk about independence and then we talk about being a dead loner. And yeah. I would classify Joe as not being independent, but a dead loner. He, he, uh, he's not going to be with nothing. Yeah. Because an independent just, dog will, yep. will tree behind the dog yep. sometimes. It'll yep. just run that track. And right. if it gets beat, it'll right. still tree with it. Right. It'll go, if it wants to go that way and there's a dog barking that way already, it's still going to go that way. Right. You know, to me, an independent dog would do that. But a dead loner? Joe, if they strike out of the truck, run a coon 200 yards down there and tree it this is a fault to me yeah joe's probably not going to be there yeah he might tree that kind he might be the first one to locate on that tree but when them dogs pile in on him you know you're going to hear him on through there seven yeah. eight hundred yards he he just don't like to be with other dogs yeah we're gonna and, get... and i think that's a fault to, that's to some degree yeah i agree and we're i think and we'll talk about this a little later too but i think that we're kind of getting back towards some dogs when you're looking at winning at a national level, them dogs, especially in a in a something like pro sport, they got to get some of that first coon. They do, or they got to be treated real quick behind that. That's right. They can't be lollygagging around in there and let everything cover and back around and or tree in front of them or whatever mm-hmm. and hang out and then try to go get away from. Them. That's too much time spent. It's too much. Yeah, that's right. Now no, that, I, I agree with that a hundred percent. He he's. He's pretty good about finding a coon quick, but where Joe looks the best is in thin coon. Yeah. If they, if them dogs, you know, you tree one out of the truck and then they got to go somewhere, you know, he's going to be there. Yeah. See, a lot of dogs, and that's a fault too, you know, when they mm-hmm. recut, there's because we all we all want to turn loose on a hot coon yeah we do every guide i go to yep. turns loose in their coon yep. in a spot yep and you usually tree one pretty i don't yep. care if you're in texas yep minnesota wherever you're going to tree one out of the truck pretty quick most casts most casts and then after that we figure out who's got the best dog that's right yeah <laughs> so no, that's that's then that's the way it is here yeah. too i yeah. mean we're, we're when you go to a ukc hunter or a pkc hunt around here it's same yeah i mean you're them dogs are going to, after that first deal, them dogs are going to scatter and then, and then, then it's on. Yeah. Let's back up a little bit because we talked about what you had with Joe. And when we talked about your first dog, what was it, Hank? Mm-hmm. I talked about what did you have in the middle? I know you oh, had I've, some dogs in the middle. Probably a thousand, <laughs> yeah. you know. Which ones, which ones really come to mind? Which ones really stick with you? I hunted English dogs for a long time. Me and Shy would hunt back yeah. then a lot and his dad. I had a dog called Flip that was an English dog that was that was a super nice dog. Yeah. For the time he was he was really good. But just went from mainly English dogs for years and then got back, you know, I wanted like everybody else I had to try a walker. Yeah. Then I liked their traits better than they would they would move around better than the English dogs that I had. Yeah. Was that the main difference that you seen? The main in them? difference I seen was yeah. they, they would they could move you know, and then we went through a lot of, a lot of dogs. It was just tree dogs, yeah. and, and that that wasn't my cup of tea. That was a phase in the late nineties. Yeah, uh, I'm old mid, fashioned. Mid to late nineties. Yeah, I'm old fashioned. I think a dog needs to strike a coon, run it, tree it, and have it. Yeah, that's what I want. remember. Well, as a matter of fact, it was just when I was down here hunting with Cheyenne and Tyler, and uh, I just got Hazel off them pups. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong, Hazel's always been a dog that would gamble. Mm-hmm. You know, she would make an extra tree, mm-hmm. and sometimes it would be a bad tree, but I would never once call her inaccurate. Right. I'd never once call her a wood monster. Right. And she's a dog that will, if she's having a bad track or if she's trying to lay a coon up, she's going to take a chance she's and get wood. She's going to try to get it. Which there's nothing wrong with no, that, in my no, opinion. No, I like that. But she went full-blown... <laughs> 
tree monster <laughs> down there with Shy and Ty. I'd never seen anything like it. And it took me, she's out of it now. Yep. But it took me about a week of yep. pretty hard hunting with her, you know, yep. to get her out of it. But we turned her loose in that pecan bottom, and Stogie had already treed four coons, and, uh, and, uh, Tyler's female, Jenna, Jenna had already treed four coons. They, they were yep. split up, flying yep. through the country, yep. treating the coons, doing yep. things that world yep. champions do. Yep. And I had Con and Hazel in the box. And so we got all the video footage of them, and you know I got mm-hmm. all that stuff done, and we get back to the truck, and Shy goes, "Well, go ahead and cut your two loose in there." And I had Con and her, and Con's burn up and aggravating, but I had him in the box. And Hazel, I was just got her off them pups. I'm getting her ready, mm-hmm. you know, to start taking to some mm-hmm. hunts again for Jace. Yeah. And we turn loose, and she goes in there about 800 yards, gets struck, gets treed, does a bang up job, has a coon. Con covers her, and I knew when he covered her, she had a coon because he's mm-hmm. he's pretty good about being alone too. And I thought, well, that's kind of weird that he covered, but she'd done a good job there. She had a coon, and I turned her loose off that. And Con, I think he treed two or three coons in a slick after that, and she treed every single tree in that pecan bottom. <laughs> I mean, just went. And I told Shy, I said, it's like I'm hunting a track man rat attack cross in the late 90s right now. Yep. I said, I've never seen anything like this Shoot. for a long time. Now, Kurt's going to kill us. Oh, yeah, I know. And don't get me wrong, track man dogs, Kurt. Yeah. Now, yep. luckily, Kurt don't have no technology, and he can't. He don't know how to send an email, yep. but he'll call me. Yeah, <laughs> Someone will call him and say I was bad mouthing track man right. dogs, and he'll call me. But no, track man dogs have their place, and I've yep. run into a bunch of yep. good ones too. Yep, me too. But uh, there were, they were dogs that were easy to start treeing, just like yep. the rat dogs were, just yep. like the bone collector dogs yep. were, yep. and people encouraged them. Yep. And encouraged you them. ever pet on them? Oh, he yes. was in trouble. And most of their problems were man-made because these guys didn't know to handle dogs. Because right. just like you said, we went from dogs that were two years old and wouldn't get treed yep. to all of a sudden to these dogs were tree monsters. Yeah. What'd yep. you do with one of those two-year-olds when it first started treeing? Oh, you just started petting them. Oh, yeah. You just happy. You, just, you thought, oh, my gosh. You know, <laughs> you know, going to be another poor day. Yeah, after, after a year, we finally yep. done it. Yep, you know, we've done it. And we took, a lot of people took that same attitude into dogs that wanted to get treated. Right. And then that's what we ended up with. You know, I would say Hazel would, if you breed her again, I, I'd say she'll go back. Some of that is just the way those yes. females do. It yep. messes with their hormones. Yep. It does. And I'm thinking after her next heat cycle, Going in, coming out, maybe without getting bred, it'll make it better. Because she's still not quite right. It will be. Yeah. It will. It'll come back. She'll so be back. What were you seeing? You, we were talking about English dogs. And the Walker dogs that you switched to, what kind, what strain were they? House's Tom Tom, when yeah. I was a kid, you know, that's how far back I go. Uh, he was one of the first stud dogs. That yeah. you, you've seen pups out of him down here. Uh, Finley River Chief. Yeah, you know what about and the then, Finley River dogs? What you did you guys hunt quite a bit of them? Yeah, but I I never did have one that I liked on the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, I loved them on the tree. No, but you know they was they was they, they just they beat, didn't handle they just didn't fit this country right. Beat, I didn't think they bang around. Too That's much. what I thought. Yeah. That's I exactly. thought they did too, but they were a dog and they weren't tree monsters yep. by any means but yep. they would start treeing fairly early compared right. to some of the other strains right. you know right they would of course we're right up there by john j monroe mm-hmm. and we had finley river dogs yep. you know all yep. over in our yep. country yeah you guys had more of them than we did yeah but yeah we we probably got all you guys rejects <laughs> <laughs> well we'll take some of your rejects now i can promise you well, that <laughs> i'll tell you though josh th- this country down here what makes this thing really, really good is there's a lot of hard hunters. Yeah. There's a lot of guys that never you never see at a hunt, but they're they're they're, they're houndsmen. Yeah. There's some there's some dog guys here. 
And those guys that go to a hunt, a lot of times end up with a dog from those dog guys. Yep, yep. And then a lot of them's like me. They're getting old anymore, and they hold the cast up. So <laughs> they got <laughs> they got got to get some young guy. You know, Connor yeah. Connor's helped me a lot in the last year. Braxton's really helped me a lot. Um, just taking care of me. You know? Yeah, I drive and they hunt my dog for me to hunt. So, you know. Well, I'll tell you what, my boy's twelve. And it ain't, it won't be very long, and he's going to be driving me to the hunt and hunting the dog. That's right. That's right. That's kind of where I'm at. I can't wait till that day. That's right. Yeah. So what do you got in future for Joe? Uh, I'm going to try more. I'm going to start hunting him in PKC this year. Yeah. Um, got him ready, I think. Uh, I granted him out last year. Um, going to put him in tournament of champions. He's. I'm going to go run that deal this yeah. year. How'd your tournament of champions go last year? It wasn't good. Really? I had a judge that couldn't hear my dog. Yeah. For 40 minutes. But anyway, <laughs> that's the way it is. <laughs> that <laughs> he, happens. He sometimes. did hear the English dog. Yeah. But I think he was the English guy. Yeah. But anyway. Well, you should have kept your English dog. Yeah, I should have kept my English dog. <laughs> that's what I should have done. But but no, he he. Uh, I think he's ready this year. Um, I'll probably go to all the hunts Laura let me go to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, she don't strike me as the one that's no, really going to put no, her foot she, down too much. She's no, probably she, happy to get rid of she you. She actually makes there. me go hunt. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, no, it's, it's good. I mean, it's good. Right. It's good exercise. No, it's good it is. for you. It's good for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's the best, best fun you can have. Yeah. Yeah. What about, what about pups? You ever going to breed Joe? Yeah, I bred him. I did, I did you breed him? I did. I sold the female to Jason O'Brien. Um, Jason's going to breed her to his old stud dog monkey yeah. and then when he gets done with that i'm gonna try to breed her again the guys that's got those pups they they're they're wanting more yeah how and, old are they uh five months yeah yeah did you keep any of them yeah i kept one pup and then i ended up selling him the other day to some friends of mine in <laughs> pennsylvania <laughs> yeah <laughs> they, yeah that's how i usually but, do it too. well you know that everybody wanted one and i thought you know i'm gonna i'm gonna breed some females yeah. to him are you gonna take and that's the thing about it. You guys got a lot of hunts around here, too. Yeah, you do. can't help that with as many hunters as you nope. have. I nope. assume Zones is going to be coming back here again this I year. I would say Zones will yeah. be back here. I think it is as far as what I've heard. And I don't think that's finalized by any means, you know, and anything could change. But I'm pretty sure Zones are going to be back here again for the World Hunt. Right. For PKC. Uh, mm-hmm. UKC Zones, I don't know where they're going to be. Kirksville. Well, no, that's Tournament Champions. Yeah. I don't know. You yeah. know, Paul Meyer was good last yeah. year. Yeah. It was good up there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they had a lot of entries up there. I think. Yeah, they did. What was what did your world hunt go? How did it go? That it year? didn't go. My, I I got beat. Brandon Gaines beat me. Oh, did at, it? At uh, zones. Did yeah. he? Yep. Yeah. Brandon's dog looked really good too. Yeah, he hunts English dogs yep. too. Don't he? he does. What's Rowdy, that? What's that dog like? Rowdy's Rowdy's a nice dog. Yeah, I've Rowdy's heard he was a nice lot dog. of coons. He got Diesel's top, a nice dog. He got what in the top six? Rowdy yeah. did this year. Yeah. Six or eight or something. Yeah. yeah, I forget where it was, but he's in there close. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was up there up there pretty high in the UKC world hunt. Brandon's Brandon's another one i mean you you go out any night and you brandon's hunting yeah brandon hunts yep and since i've been down here selling dog food and i knew about you and i knew about of course shy and, yep. and tyler and me and elaine have been friends yep. for quite a while right. and uh me and tyler have been friends you know and i knew you guys quite a bit but i didn't know the sheer number of everybody else yeah. until probably about a year ago when i started coming down here and selling right. dog food and these are guys that you hear because the coon hunting world is a big one, but it's also a pretty tight-knit community. And so there's guys that I know that when I hear about a dog, you know, say I hear it from Vic Hurley. Vic Hurley calls me and mm-hmm. says, hey, there's a dog out of here. 
out of hazel and shock yep. that that you need to come look at right. this dog is this and this dog does right. that i know that's a, that's yeah. you, you know what you're you, talking about i trust you need Vic's, to come look. yeah yeah you need to I, come I trust look. vicksburg yeah. and so these guys are calling me about dog food and these are all good dog men that i know yeah. that i have in my mental rolodex that yeah. if a good dog comes up yeah. for sale and this guy yeah. calls me and says it's good right you know because we all have that right. especially sure. as, as a guy that's scouting you know dogs to train and sell or that's something right. like that you know and there was it just astounded me the people that they would call and say well i need a dog food dealer here and so and so i'm like well you got the same dog food dealer as this guy down the road that's that's got good dogs or this guy down the road that's got really good dogs so not only do we sell a lot of joy dog food in this area but it's tough to win a coon right (laughs) no it is it is no the joy dog food's been great for us yeah i run i run run joe on it last year and right through the heat of the summer i got along the very best yeah I yeah. really did. And this is a great customer base down here. You guys yep. have always been really good to me and really good to the, yeah. to the company, and we sure appreciate the that as well. The company's been good to us yeah. as well. And we're going to obviously continue that too, but it's just such – and then it, plus it gives me an excuse to come down here and hunt with you guys. Yeah. Well, we, we love having <laughs> I you. I say, well, I'm coming down to yeah. work, yeah. you know, with that's air right. quotes. Bring your dog. And then I always got my dog with that's me. Right. So, you know, that's what we did last time that's I was down here right. working. We had a good hunt that Yeah. Day. We did. Yeah, we did. What we we treat five or six coons. five or six coons. Yeah, yeah. everything looked pretty good. Yeah, treat its own coons. Stayed by themselves. Yep. yep, yep. And who was the fourth guy we had there? Connor Dury. Yeah, that's right. That was yep. Connor, wasn't yep. it? Yep. Yeah, Connor. he was hunting that little female. Yep. She still got her. Yeah, he does. She's doing good. Good. Yeah, good. I know she had just a little jealous tree out of the truck, and then she kind of got her mind right. Yeah, and yep. then Connor, she went to. He calls her mouse. Yeah, she's looking really good. Yeah, good. Yep. Good. So no, I think what people need to do. Because one of the things I wanted to to talk about, too, is we all want to, all these guys see me, I'm, like I'm going down to Buffalo. I'm on my way down to Buffalo, Texas. Mm-hmm. And I'm judging down there at that $6,500 entry hunt. And then I just come back from the Lone Star Pro Classic where I got to hunt a $2,500 entry hunt. And I got mm-hmm. to hunt against some really good dogs. And people see that that aren't used to that world. And they say, well, you know, my dog can do this and my dog can do that, but I can't afford a $2,500 entry, $6,500 entry. And that's understandable. Right. right. There's lots of good dog men out there yep. with good dogs that can't afford that entry. That's true. And so if you want that experience, and if you want to hunt in that level of competition, look at Seneca's Club yep. or look at Jay Oklahoma. That's right. Wait till they got a double header. And go. Yeah. If you're within, you're, if you're you're within gonna, five or six hours of there and you drive up and get a motel for one night, you're out five, six hundred bucks, entry fees and everything. Yep. And you can really hunt against that level. You can find out what you got. Yeah. Yep. I mean, so, yeah. I mean, just come do it. Come this do is it. the one That's, place on the planet where you're liable to draw three world champions in the same cast. And you won't find any better people than what you'll draw right here. Yep. They'll treat you like you want to be treated. Yes. And I think what we need to do is give credit to the real brains behind all this. And that's y'all's wives. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I was going to say that a minute ago. Yeah. There ain't nobody that does any more for this than Jennifer yep. Cummings. Yep. Jennifer's the backbone. There yeah. ain't one of us that don't call her. Yeah. The poor lady never has no time. If it wasn't for Jennifer, I don't think Shy would ever come out of the hills with a dog no. to get drove to a hunt. No. Because I don't think I've ever seen him drive. He can't drive. <laughs> he can't. Can you speak from first-hand experience? Have you rode yeah. with him, Ben? No, I ain't riding with him. <laughs> I'm not riding with him. I ride with Jen, but I ain't riding with Shy. 
No. He strikes me as a person I probably wouldn't he, want to get. He can leave. drive when he when me and him hunt throughout the week. Shy'll drive yourself over here. Yeah. But now if he's going very far, I promise you, Jen's. The, yeah. She's the week. That's good. That's probably yeah. all that's kept him alive I all these years. You. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shy can't see. Yeah. Yeah. When we go to our gates, tell you a funny one on Shy. We go to a gate up here. I said, Shy, this this combination to this gate, and I give him the combo. And, he gets out. I mean, he's fumbling with this. <laughs> Guy's light on bright, and he's fumbling, fumbling. I mean, like three minutes go by. I get out of the truck. I go over there, and she, he said, I can't make it work. I said, it's upside down. <laughs> the lock's upside down. And he, he you know, he, but he can't see real good. Yeah. But now I'll tell you what he can do. The littlest piece of hair on a coon can find in a, a tree, coon. he can find that I coon. think he's just using all that I, as an excuse so he don't have to open gates or drive. That could be. Very well. <laughs> Shy's sharper than we give you yes, credit he for. Yes, That's true. That's true. Because I know just just a pleasure hunting with him. Oh, yeah. We'll be a hundred yards from that tree. There yep. he is. Yep, there, there he is. is. There, there he is. is. Yep. And the big pecan. You know how they're yeah. finding them oh, coons yeah. and them great big pecans, yep. you know, yep. especially down here where the coons yep. are a little smaller. Yep. In Texas and then pecan groves down there, I can't find a coon. Yeah. I got to get a thermal out. There's a size yep. of a squirrel. Yeah, that's right. You know, yep. you can ask Wyatt Monin. He'll tell yep. you all about yep. the fact that I can't see a coon when I'm judging. That's right. <laughs> yep. But, yeah, it's yep. uh, I think we need to just encourage folks to come down. And I'm going to do more of it this year when i'm because i'm going to try to plan trips where you guys got a double header you know so i can hunt an open event and still then that's the one thing that keeps me a lot of times from hunting a 30 dollar event or a 50 dollar event or even a hundred dollar open event is because you run into some guys and we all we've all had bad casts we have you know they're out there they're you're, they're, you're, you're going to find yes, them you get into this sport you're going to have a bad cast now mm-hmm. they are a lot more rare than people think they are they are they're very rare but the bad casts i do have are usually at a small event with someone that either doesn't know their dog or know the rules and that's that's usually a majority of the bad casts that you're going to be on anywhere but you guys don't have that down here. I don't see that here. Like, you you know, you mm-hmm. I hear about it in other clubs. But here, you're going to draw some dogs that are going to scatter out. Yeah. You're, you're still going to have to beat that same level of dog. So it's it's not like that here. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel that way. No. So I'm going to make it a point, I think, this year, you know, to get open money. I got them pups coming. Yep. They're five months old. Be a great place to bring think, them and start I them. think this yep. fall, you know, when yep. I'm trying to get some money on, yep. on them for yep. – Yep. Something. This would be the place to do it. We'd love to have yeah. you. Yeah. Yep. Because I mean, I can literally draw a bunch of my buddies. Yep. A bunch that, and don't get me wrong. Shy wants to beat me. Tyler wants to oh, beat yeah. me. Vic yeah. or Lane. We're not gonna give it to yeah. you. Yeah. Vic or yep. Lane. Lane's yep. Lane wants to beat me. I've, Lane's no, yeah. Lane's competitive. Yep. And it wouldn't matter, you know, who you draw down there. They're gonna try to beat you, but they're usually gonna do it in the right way. That's true. You know. That's so true. Anybody who wants to hunt top level competition at an affordable price this yep. is the place to do it oh yeah yeah it is yeah. it really is but it's, yeah it's really good here i mean you, i don't think you can go anywhere in the country and find better people no. i really don't they're they're going to treat you like you want to be treated yep. well i know just like tonight you know i went down to record the podcast for shy and we talked about that mm-hmm. of course jennifer made us a nice meal just like your wife did and all that stuff and the hospitality is always great Anytime I'm down here, I call you guys if I need advice on a dog or yep. where to sell dog food or, yep. you know, where yep. to go hunting or yep. if I need a place to go hunting, you guys always take me. Yep. And and that is just out of sheer hospitality. Yep. That ain't because I'm such a likable guy. No, we, li- we like to do it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we do. And you are likable. Yeah. Guy, but, yeah. 
No, it's it's a good place. Yeah, it's a good country. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. Yeah. So you right don't here. you don't have any plans to retire down in Arizona with my brother? I got plans to retire, but not in Arizona. <laughs> it's gonna be right here, right here in Quapaw, Oklahoma. That's right. That's right. All right, Vic. I don't have anything else. I really appreciate you sitting down with me. But no, if you got it's anything, been fun. Yeah. If you got anything fun. else to add? I don't. Just okay. keep them dogs in the woods and keep them hunting. All right. I appreciate it, Vic. And thanks for joining us again. Uh, thank you all for listening. This is The Truth on the Houndsman XP Podcast Network. P.S. <laughs> P.S. Vic forgot something, and yep. the brains of the operation mentioned yep. it to us right as we shut this yep. off. So I, tell us about Tucker. I had bought a dog named Tucker really bad about tree and possums anyway i got this dog through it i really loved him he was he was my kind of hound and they had red bone days at miami over to uh, to powwow grounds and i went and guided and we got done guiding i thought well tomorrow night we can hunt our dogs tomorrow night it was all red bone that yeah. night and tomorrow night so i i dropped him right down the road a quarter of a mile from my house I've treated coons there for years. I drop him in there. He goes north. It's 2.30 in the morning. There's no traffic. Tucker crosses the road, gets killed. Car hits him. Car hits him. I was sick. I I actually wanted to quit. But Shy kept on me and trying to find me a dog that helped me find one and finally come up with joe but that that tucker was tucker was a really nice dog yeah he made out of he was out of shack he was a litter litter mate to tack yeah that shy had and he he was an odd colored one but yeah you know shy keeps the white ones but yeah he was he had a lot of red on his legs and stuff but i liked him he was a had a had a lot of ability to know where to find a coon. Yeah, and that's a that's a big deal. That's a very that's, big deal. Especially that's in when you're turning loose in strange country, the dogs that are right. have a knack for finding coons oh, can win that's anywhere. That's true. That yeah. is true. Yep. All right. Well, yep. we, we got the story of Tucker Yeah, now. we did. All right, yeah, we'll, plug, we'll plug that in. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining Thank me, Vic. Thank you, Josh.